This is our devotional commentary for Psalm 35, verses 19 through 28. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. Let not those rejoice over me who are wrongfully my foes, and let not those wink the eye who hate me without cause. For they do not speak peace, but against those who are quiet in the land, they devise words of deceit. They open wide their mouths against me. They say, Aha! Aha! Our eyes have seen it! You have seen, O Lord. Be not silent. O Lord, be not far from me. Awake and rouse yourself for my vindication, for my cause, my God and my Lord. Vindicate me, O Lord, my God, according to your righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. Let them not say in their hearts, Aha! Our heart's desire! Let them not say, We have swallowed him up. Let them be put to shame and disappointed altogether, who rejoice at my calamity. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor, who magnify themselves against me. Let those who delight in my righteousness shout for joy and be glad, and say evermore, Great is the Lord, who delights in the welfare of his servant. Then my tongue shall tell of your righteousness and of your praise all the day long. Psalm 35, which we began to discuss last week, is an example of what has been called an imprecatory psalm. There are a handful of these psalms in the Bible in which the writer asks God to pour out judgment on his enemies. As Christians, we are uncomfortable reading them. They are prayers for vindication. But there is a fine line between vindication and vindictiveness. Didn't Jesus call us to turn the other cheek? Didn't he ask God to forgive those who crucified him? Yet here is David, not only asking for God to save him, but for his enemies to be disgraced and destroyed. So how should we apply this psalm? Is it right for us to ask God to judge our enemies like David did? Or does the New Testament call us to a higher standard? First of all, a couple phrases in today's reading remind us that David is not writing as a private citizen, but as the king and chief justice of Israel. In that position, David's own well-being is bound up with the well-being of those who are quiet in the land. The Lord delights in the welfare of his servant, verse 27, Because David is the anointed king. He's sometimes called God's son. So, the Lord's own name is on the line when his servant is threatened. And all the righteous people of the land have a vested interest in the king's success. We too should care about public justice on behalf of those who have been wronged. And if we are in positions of power, we should act accordingly. But as private citizens, we are to resist personal vendettas. Instead, we are to love our enemies and pray for them in accord with the teaching of Jesus. Second, 
there's also a sense in which we can use the words of Psalm 35 in praying about our own situations. If we are unjustly slandered, we want truth to triumph. Just because we turn the other cheek, it does not mean we have no desire for God to vindicate us. We believe he is just and all-knowing. When our accuser claims to have seen a wrong that never happened, we too can appeal to God. You have seen, O Lord. God knows the facts of every case, so there's no need to take matters into our own hands. Judgment is a prerogative of the Lord. It is mine to avenge, he says. I will repay. All David is asking is that God do what he has promised to do. Execute justice and vindicate the righteous. Christ suffered injustice, but God vindicated him. This is a prayer that we too can pray, even as we pray for our enemies, asking God to save them and grant forgiveness through Christ. We don't have to imitate David or Jesus. There's actually no contradiction between them. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide living daily in the Word.